Welcome to Dream Chasers Radio, where we are always daring to be different. Get ready, get ready, get ready to be inspired. Let's get moving toward our goals. And here to make that happen is our host, Yaya Diamond. We are here to be different once more. Once again, this is your host, Yaya Diamond, and we are broadcasting on multiple networks, and we will definitely uh, have that posted for you on our, our pages and on uh, multiple networks. I just, I don't call them out anymore. There's too many to name, and so uh, just tune in. If you are listening to us on Blog Talk Radio, though, thank you so much for listening to us on Blog Talk Radio and the Dream Chasers Radio Network right here. Um, my gosh. I have so many wonderful guests today, and um, I, I just I, I'm going to go ahead and get started. But I want to thank you guys for all the love and support that you've given me this past week when uh, my father passed away. So thank you so much. Um, and uh, yeah, we're going to get through. We're going to get through this. Um, I love my dad, and I always remember him. But um, like life, we have we have things that we have to go through, and this is just one of mine. But um, it is so hard to say no is the title and the subject today of this show. And I want to welcome our guest, Vita Wegman. Yes. Hi. (laughs) Hi. How are you today? Oh, fine. Thank you. I'm very well. Awesome. Awesome. So tell us about yourself and tell us what what you do. Oh, my goodness, yeah, all right, now I go right away to the dream, because this is the topic you're most interested in, right? I am, I'm most interested in The dreams, okay, now, and I have to start right away, why I wrote that book, because The Treasures of Sleep is my second book, the first one what inspired me to extend that to The Treasures of Sleep is the dream interpretation by the astronomer Nostradamus 500 years ago. And his only dream interpretation book, Lost in the World, I inherited the last copy. And it proved me so wrong in my experience, what I have dreamt that it came true, that I put that in the new book and extended it because I explained the makeup of a human being, because the mind has to be separated before we go to sleep from the soul and spirit which takes over. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so tell yeah, us why so you... Yeah, so now that is a very informative, inspirational book because Treasures of Sleep takes you mm-hmm. on a journey into a different world you enter every night during sleep, and we just ignore and have no clue. And this is the source where you get the strength for the next day. Your inner faculty is being recharged, but to get to that... You have to eliminate your dominant mind. You have to shut it off and put it aside before you go to sleep. This is the greatest enemy to a human spirit and soul. <laughs> and we wow. don't do that. So therefore, we, we don't find the good night's sleep because our mind is following us and bothering us. And this is, we cannot allow that. Otherwise, you don't get to the source where you get all the treasures and the goodies for your health and success. What the sleep provides, and you have to do nothing, just prepare proper. 
Yes, and it is so nicely and simple, logically explained in the book, step by step, so everybody can follow and get the most out of it. I wow, guess I'm wow, talking okay. too much. <laughs> no, no, no. Because no, there's so no, much. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's interesting. Okay, so you're saying that the book that you've written, Treasures Sleep, uh, and also treasures, uh, uh, treasures, right? The, um, the, the, that you yes, yes, have yes, yes, and discover this is yeah. This this sleep that you get prepares you for the next day. How is that 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 happens? I mean, tell me a little bit. Of, I'm trying to figure it out. Like, how does it okay? I mean, yes, I see it. I see it in the simple word, the makeup okay. of a human being. That has to be established first because you don't learn that in school, but this is a fact and this is a shame because a human being does not exist from flesh and blood alone. We have our soul with the core of spirit. Inwardly, we only feel, we cannot touch and see, and that is taking over during the sleep time. This is the reason why we must sleep because we are recharged by the power of the Lord, the Creator, so that we can start the next day and have the energy, our health, our immune system. This is the source of strength we get. And this is the reason why the whole nature and human beings, we are part of the same design, must sleep, tired, we can rest. But it's not the same. And okay. this is all nicely explained, so it leads you to, it opens a complete different door for everyone, a far-sighted, you know, and, <laughs> yeah, and this is only in the night, because, like I said, your mind, your brain has to be put aside at rest, wow. because this is otherwise interfering, and you don't have the channels open and cleared to perceive that all what comes naturally to us during the sleep. The preparation is the most important thing. Okay, so the preparation of sleep prepares your spirit and your body, but it, it's separate during sleep. That's right. So that is exactly right. And, and the, yes, and the sleep process, we go through many stages in the sleep. You have to reach... The deep sleep, this is the most important thing, and science calls it REM sleep, and REM means rotating eye movement. They have figured out that when you have reached this stage of sleep, there is an active world in our subconscious we have entered and reached, so when we when our eyes look down, what they find out on the machines, then you look to the ground or you step the ladder up, you look up. So there is an eventful, this is the dream world we call, because the dreams are intuitively perceived. Mm. Mm. So you were so interested in this, aspect of the dream of, of of the dream state of the REM state that you wrote a book about it. Not only did you yeah, write a book about it. Not o- yes, yes, dear lady, so and not know. only that, 
But the Nostradamus okay. interpretation, I must say that to the public who listens, this mm-hmm. is dating back 4,000 years. This is a knowledge. The Egyptians had that. And Nostradamus, the seer of the future, refined it. And the last copy in existence in Europe, it's all, it's gone. I have it. And therefore, I give it as a bonus in that treasures of sleep because this is so important for everyone you can look up in the morning what you have seen the images and it shows you exactly what you will face because it's coming all through it's a peek mm. into you tomorrow wow so you have yes. not <laughs> done the last book the last copy ever you have it See, and I have experienced that, and that is the dates back 40 years, and it came true. If I would have known, I would have been more careful and would not have had the accident. Because the dream I had, I looked it up in that Nostradamus book, which I had from a colleague, and there says exactly, be careful, accident, deadly. And I was run over by a motorcycle, ended up in the hospital because I didn't watch out. If I would have had that knowledge before, I could have been more careful. This is the reason why we are having the support through the dreams to to handle our daily life in a better way. Mm-hmm. So our dreams actually are there to help us to actually physically and mentally prepare for the action of the next day. Yes, yes, ma'am. That's right. Go figure. Go figure. Go figure. Wow. Because, wow. Yes, because the soul, the body, mind, and spirit, they are three identities, and they have to be activated in a harmonious way. And in the night, your soul is being recharged, your inner faculty. Then you have the next day when you start, you are full of energy. And you are a complete human being functioning with much strength, joy, take on your day, whatever comes, and you are the master. You can conquer everything. This is the beauty of it, and this is a fact. In, in my book, I have at the end testimonials from, this is not my fantasy what I'm telling you, I have testimonials from bright, bright minds dating back hundreds of years, astronomers, natural science, then philosophers, poets, and they all confirm that because it's a nature's law. See, Mm -hmm. this is all (laughs) in the creation embedded by the creator, the Lord himself, and we are part of, and we can take advantage of knowing where we can get it. And then you are on top of the world. Wow. So what should we do? Well, I mean, the best is you buy the book because it's too much. I cannot talk on the phone because it's too widely. You You have to get it because it leads you step by step in a logic, simple way to to the end result. You know, it's step by step. So, and then you have the you have two thousand six hundred images. 
because the image is nature's language. And this is from the cosmic radiation, from the cosmic world, the universe. They are showing us in that images the pictures we see in our sleep. You look it up. Mm. 2,600 I have in the book from Nostradamus, and it's dead mm. on. <laughs> it's all confirmed. Mm. It's all fact and reality. Mm. And then you have it on your night table, and then you you are the master of your destiny, so to speak, because you handle everything in a better way. Wow. Wow. Uh, you know, it is it is amazing that you say that. I have someone named Rana. Uh, Rana. She says she's read some of the uh, Quantarians. So uh, you're right on trend. So let me ask you a question. And the, the, yes. the, way that we, the way that we do the show is a lot of times it's hard to say no is the title of this show. When you think of hard to say no and you put it in with the context of your books, what would that no be that you think would kind of relate to what you're talking about? Like, it's hard to say no that this is not true, um, or is it hard no. to say no okay. that we All right. Do so now the book is based on facts, and the facts are not produced by the mind, by human beings, but the facts produced what is the core and the essence is nature's law. And we all know mm-hmm. that nature is under the command of the Lord, the Creator himself, not by man directed. And we should be part, we are part of nature. If you watch nature's law, then you have the essence, and that reflects on the human being, on the animals, on the trees. Everything, every, every living form goes to sleep in the evening. Yet there's a reason for The daytime comes to an end, the nighttime starts. And I bring yes. in a logic, simple way, open up the eyes of everyone because we are so materialistic, we don't pay attention to, and we miss out. And if we, if we open up ourselves, and you have it step by step in the book, then that gives you a tremendous support and help mastering your daily life. Mm. And you find the reason and the purpose why you are here also. Because think about, we sleep a third of our lifetime on earth, we spend sleeping. A yes, third. We so we, we normally could say what a waste, right? <laughs> But it is meant to be, we need it. We need it for our health and for our being to stay alive and be happy and healthy. This is the reason why we have the night time and get the most out of a real good night's sleep. Right. And I call that yep. to be recharged because this is the energy, what we need. And this is the yep. soul inside in the body of a human being, not the mind. Mm-hmm. The mind is only a, a servant and a tool to us. But we are dominant by the mind. And this is our mistake. Therefore, everything goes so wrong everywhere. We have to mm-hmm. listen to the inside of ours. The mm-hmm. inner voice, the inner wow, faculty, wow, yeah. what is the soul we feel, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, you're right. right. Yeah, this, this is the essence. This is, this is the identity of a human being. 
and mm. distinguish us from the animals. The animals have an instinct. The human beings have the spirit. We know a soul. Mm -hmm. But we all function under one unified, designed plan by the Lord, the Creator, and we have to know those things, and then we can live a better life, for heaven's sake. Look out yeah. in the world. People are depressed. They suicidal. They shoot themselves. They are sick. They are sick in their mental faculty. They are weak. If you have mm -hmm. the strength, you never can do something to yourself like we see everywhere in the world. So you have it mm -hmm. all in your own hands, ladies and yeah. gentlemen. <laughs> so mm -hmm. now, if you go to my website, mm -hmm. Treasures of Sleep, right? There you have the publisher. You can you can order the book direct from the publisher from the website. You have it in hardcover, in soft, and down download. This is so recommendable for everyone because it will help you change your life for the better. And this is a is fact because it's all based on truth. Right. Is that dot com? Treasures of sleep dot com? Yeah, treasuresofsleep.com awesome. or com. It's the same thing, but you get to the website there, you have everything and even more. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much for being on the show. Is there anything that anything else you would like to say to the listeners today about about paying attention to their dreams? Okay, so now what I wanted to say is uh, I'm not talking just because selling a book. I help every individual if they are, if they are ready to want to know more what a human being is capable of. But we mm -hmm. in our shallow living life these days, we don't pay attention to the inside of us. You know what I mean? The soul, the spirit. And when you have right. that book, it leads you on the path and you have everything in your own hands to master everything in life because this is the core, this is the essence of existence where you draw the strength from. And right. I can only recommend that because you will see an experience for yourself. Put it on your night table, and it is a nice companion. In the morning, you look it up, which images you have seen. Look it up, what it means, and think about the day, what you have to do, and watch out that you avoid the bad and enjoy the good. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. And then Definitely. you have the life, and your life becomes a meaning, and it's joyful, you know what I mean? It has, yeah. yeah. Yes, definitely. Well, thank you so much, Dita, for being on the show, for doing what you do. It was my work. pleasure. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, it was my pleasure. So thank you for having me, right? So all the best. Yes. All right, you too. All right, bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye. So that was Dita Wegman, author of the Amazon book, Treasures of Sleep. Um, you can get her book on treasuresofsleep.com, treasuresofsleep.com. I want to talk about something really quick because I know a lot of my, uh, a lot of my listeners uh, get this little segment that I do sometimes, and I want to go ahead and talk for about 10 minutes on 
how hard it is to say no. Saying no for me when I first started was the hardest thing I had ever done, only because I thought, well, they're my friends, and I have to be there for them all the time, and I will put all of my stuff to the side, and I will do it, because that's what friends do, you know. But a lot of times, it really did inconvenience me, um, and, it, and it canceled out a lot of things that I had planned I could no longer do. Um, but also, physically, I was, I was draining myself. Um, what we have to do is we have to kind of think about when we say yes and when we say no. And it is hard. I mean, at least for me, it's hard to say no. It's very hard. But how do you start? You start with yourself. So when I began to say no, it wasn't to other people. It was to me. So when I went to the store or I went somewhere and I knew I was kind of back into my routine where I just, you know, picked up some stuff or whatever, or I, I went shopping or something, and I, I didn't, like, withhold myself. If I, if I wanted it and it was a good price and I could, get it, I could get it, I would get it. I started to say, no, Yaya, you don't need that. You're not going to use it. No, Yaya, you can't get that this time. You don't need it. And I began to say no to myself first before I began to say no to others. It was hard for me to say no to others more than it was hard for me to say no to me, but I kind of got into the routine of saying no to me first and then practicing on me before I said no to others. Now, because it's hard to say no, why is it psychologically uh, uh, something that we have a problem with? Not everybody has a problem with saying no, um, but some people do have a problem with saying no. I'm sorry because <laughs> I'm trying to broadcast here, and so let me put my let me put my thing over this way. It's hard to say no because we want to be there for our friends, our family. We want to be there, you know. Um, but a lot of times. It's either impossible, inconvenient, or it destroys things that you've been looking forward to or that you're trying to achieve, and now you have to stop that one thing to do something for someone else. Now, am I saying that's wrong to do something for someone else? Oh, no, 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 I'm not saying that. I'm saying that if you know you have something that you cannot move backwards or or if you can't reschedule or if you're physically just tired and drained, um, or you just you know you physically can't do it, um, or it's just an impossibility. I would say this is where you begin to say no. Now, getting over the pain and hurt of saying no, because not only does it hurt the person that's receiving it because they've never heard you say no before, it's going to hurt you as well. So, I, um, you know, when when we speak on the word no, and you and I know, I, I mean, for me, it's like. It's, it's detrimental at times where I don't want to say it. I kind of dance around it sometimes because I know what's coming out. I know what I'm going to say, but I don't want to be, like, directly saying no. So I want to say, like, you know, I think I'll have a little bit of a problem doing that, and I'm not really sure if I can I can get that done. And, and so I, I think that I dance around it only because I don't want to hurt people's feelings. But lately – it's been it's been a couple of months I've said no, I can't do it. And people are now be, beginning to understand that if I say yes, I do it. If I say no, I just can't do it. And so saying no is hard. 
it's not going to be easy. The first time you say it to yourself, it's going to be like, okay, all right, I got this, I got this, I can do this. But then when you say it to somebody else, it's going to be like, no, I can't do it. I ain't got it. But you have to keep it. You have to you have to go with it. You have to flow with it. Saying no is never going to be an easy task. Never. Never. Okay? But you know, as well as I, that sometimes we just have to say no. We have to. And so, um, that's why I don't expect people to be there all the time for me because people have lives, you know, and I have a life and you have a life. And and just like everyone else in the world, you and I, we, we all know that sometimes it's just not possible to do this. But saying no can really be good for you. Um, so practice that when you need it. Practice it. And saying no is going to be something that you're going to definitely have to practice if you're not used to doing it. Um, as far as Dream Chasers Radio is concerned, we want to thank you guys for tuning in. I started the Facebook page uh, postings when, you know, back in the day, um, and then I stopped. So now I'm doing it again, and I think I'm going to go ahead and keep it up. For all the people that don't know, Dream Chasers Radio has over 300 episodes of wonderful content for you. And, um, and so – we're going to go ahead and go to our next radio interview. However, uh, please go ahead and sign up for our email. Uh, just go ahead and e- email us or go ahead and like our page, uh, Dream Chases Radio. And please, I'd love for you to like this page because, you know, we have so many wonderful things coming up. So, um, the newsletter is coming out soon. So you want to go ahead and please be a part of Dream Chases Radio. I'm moving forward in my dreams, and so should you. Here we go. The next interview today. Thank you so much for being on the show. Please tell everybody who you are and what you do, please. How you doing? My name is Big Six. I'm an independent hip-hop artist from Sake, New Jersey. Wow, wow. So you're an independent hip-hop artist, and uh, your name is Big Six. Let me ask you a question. How did you get started? Oh, man. Well, where I'm from, you know, everybody got an outlet. Some people choose to uh, play basketball. Me, I chose to start writing music, and uh, I just started putting things together so well that it was a craft that I just stuck with. Mm-hmm. Now, did, what kind of difficulty did you have when you started? I mean, was it easy for you? Uh, was Did you have some ups and downs? Well, at first it was something I was experiencing, you know, experimenting with. I just wanted to see, you know, how far I could take it. And um, it was pretty much the, the biggest challenge that I had was trying to, you know, show the music off to, uh, you know, to other people. And uh, I was known for a comedian back then. Like, I always had jokes for everything. So when I was telling people, man, I'm about to get into music, it was like, yeah, right, brother, that ain't going to happen. <laughs> so that was, like, my biggest challenge to make them believers. And, you know, after a couple of projects, they seen how serious I was taking it, and they seen how everything started coming together. And uh, it's just been a beautiful thing ever since. Wow, wow. So tell me about your single, Save Me. All right, well, Save Me, actually, I, I wrote that song when, um, you know, it, it to expose a lot of, like, the corruption that, you know, we as the minorities got to face on an everyday basis from, you know, crooked police to even the littlest things like local shop owners. So I said, man, i got to express something about this. And I ended up just sitting down and 
uh, I put together, you know, Save Me, and, and it just came out so good that, you know, it, it's got a lot of attention. It's a powerful song, and the movement behind it is crazy. So it's wow. pretty much a song that, that's just telling people never give up, man. No matter what, just keep going. You know what I mean? Yes, definitely, definitely. We're going to go ahead and play that right here on Dreamcasters Radio. You're listening to Save Me. Go ahead and set that up for us. <laughs> One time, this is a big six right here, and we're about to play that uh, that joint, Save Me, classic. The flame restrains the breeze that I try to hide the beast in. The game portrays a legion that provides the size of beast And with its eyes combined can't reach you know it's Columbine proceedings My kind of vibe's the reason why the world in need policing My genes to bring the peace and just to grieve the souls of Easton We lead the omens reaping to receive the onus even To see the folding speaking is the key to more than seeking My league the folding weaklings who control the globe we eating My stories hold the secrets to the gardens of the treason These people be believing all the stories that they reading To see they keep on leading through the fraction of those scheming The judges gone to demons who corrupt to keep receiving The fucks to keep on feeding their futures through their semen The structures built to weaving all their politics deceiving Through flames we'll all be leaving if I save your source of sleeping Things. We 
so scared and scared of what? We are the people. I like that. I like that. So tell us how that, I mean, tell us how you compose your music. Because that seems like you have layers on top of layers. How does that work for you? <laughs> how I do it is, you know, um, I just I just try to, pretty much when I write music, this going to sound funny, right? But I just let the pen take control. I mean, I, I'm just a gateway, and, and it just comes out. Sometimes I write things, and I surprise myself. I'm like, I can't believe I just did that, you know. Uh, that's that's a part of the craft. I, I, and uh, I talk to other artists, and I ask them the same thing. Like, yo, when you when you're writing and things like that, you don't surprise yourself sometimes when you're writing. And uh, I think mm-hmm. it's just funny how it all comes together. Wow, wow. To me, yeah. it's interesting. It's, it's very interesting that you have that inside of you, where all you have to do is pick up a pen and paper. When, when, when did you figure this out, though? Come on. Now, when did this happen? When, when I first started writing music, I was probably like 13 years old, 13 or 14. Like I said, I used to be like the comedian in the family. I used to like making anybody laugh and all that. So then I was like, let me try something new. And I started writing music, and that's it. Like, it just took off from there. You know, I've I seen the way how my words can influence people and, you know, rise people up, make them feel better about their self. Once I once I learned the power that's in music, that was it. Like that was my passion. Music is my life. Besides my kids, music is my life. <laughs> oh, wow, wow. Okay, so you did the music. You did that song. You have everything for you right now. Tell us what else uh-huh. you have to go through to get to where you are today. And did you ever have to tell anybody new? Did I ever have to work? I'm sorry. Have you ever had to say no to someone? You know what? In the beginning, I wanted to work with everybody. And it got to the point where it was like when I seen people wasn't as serious about their craft as I was, I had to push some people aside. Today, I like that, but I'm real picky with who I, you know, who I work with. A lot of people's not appreciative. You know, a lot of people, they, they want what you got right now and it's like bro you gotta work like you can't you can't put out two songs and think you jay-z it don't work like that you know what i mean i mean i've been doing this a while and i'm nowhere near that man's level yet so i mean miracles happen overnight but they don't always happen for everybody you know you gotta work and and you gotta struggle to get what you want The, the first thing about any dream that you have is you have to see the dream if you see the dream then you could achieve it and that's what I tell everybody. Stay focused and want it. And the more you want it, the closer you're going to come to getting it. And things happen without you realizing what's going on. So, I mean, just stay focused. That's what I tell people. Stay focused. Stay focused. Okay, so now that you're, you're, you've got that, you you kind of, you know, you got yourself together. you got your kind of your direction going. What's next for you? What's new for me, you said? What's next? 
Oh, what's next? Well, I just got finished wrapping up a project with Hell Ralphie Dipset. Um, we're about to work with Cassidy. Um, I'm trying to get Redman, but Redman is the hardest artist to get. I'm from Jersey. So if I was to get mm-hmm. Redman on the track, that would be like my big dream. You know what I mean? That man's been mm-hmm. in the business something like 20 years. And, you know, for me to work with Redman, that's that's my main goal right now. Um, we in the process of trying to get Method Man and, you know, just moving up the charts. That's it. Build a bigger fan base. Build a bigger following. Keep selling merchandise. <laughs> like, that's mm-hmm. that's our next step. Stay focused and keep grinding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, now is the time to go ahead and petition Redman. Not that I know Redman, or I mean, you could be listening. I have no idea who's listening to this show at any given time. It could be anybody. What would you tell him if he was listening to the show today? What, what would I tell Red? I got twenty stacks for you, Red Man. Jump on this track with me, man. <laughs> 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 That'll be the you know money talk with these people, man. They don't want to hear about the experience you got or what you're trying to say on the track. It's just money with these people, and, and I feel you know they 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 worth it. You know, if I want to work with an artist, I feel like he's worth every penny. Um, I try mm-hmm. to get artists, you know, features that actually talk about something. I don't want to talk about gang banging and shooting people and things like that. I mean, yeah, I have songs like that, but you know, I aim to please all crowds. You know, um, I got a, I got emotional songs. I got educational songs. I, I mean, I try to touch all subjects. I try to touch all current events that's happening, things like that. So that's like my main focus. But as far as like that gang banging and all that, I, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not no gang banger. I can't rap about gang banging. <laughs> I try to pass a positive message at the end of the day. Well, I hear you. I hear you. Um, so now that you have done a bunch of things, you have, uh, you know, some experience in the back and the uh, back behind, you know, you've got experience pushing you forward. Go back a minute and tell me what experience would you say an artist trying to make it should never, ever skip? Um, Stay true to yourself. Because I see a lot of artists that, um, you know, that, that I know I know artists that signed right now, and I knew them before they got on, and I knew them when they got on, and it's like I don't know if the money changes them or the power changes them or you know, just the influence over millions of people might even change them. But you know, I, I tell everybody stay true to yourself because at the end of the day, when it's all over, you all you got. Yeah. Wow. Wow, and that's so true. That is so so true. And it, it, you know, at, at, at given the point where a person decides whether they want to remain who they are or give them to the pressure, have you ever experienced that? I've seen it all for other people. Me personally, myself, I never did. Like I never experienced it myself. I, I am who I am all the way around. I call me nine o'clock in the morning, and I'm the same person. Um. I don't sell myself short, and I feel, you know, I was raised like this. If I got to water myself down to fit in with you, then, um, you know, something's wrong there. That's, you know, that's the way I look at the situation. I shouldn't have to be somebody that I'm not to to make you feel better about who I am, you know. The things that I talk about, the things that I, you know, I say I have or whatever, 
I really have it. The things that I, I experienced, I've been through in life, you know what I mean? And I don't only right. talk about things that I've been through. I talk about things that I see other people going through, you know, the struggle. I'm pretty much like a mirror of my neighborhood, you know, the, the reflection of where I come from. And uh, that's that's why I'm able to touch on so many different subjects. I did songs right. with people that's, uh, that signed the major labels that uh, I send them the instrumental, they send me back their verse. You know, my verse would be done already, and then they're like, nah, hold on, I heard that, I got to change my verse. I'm like, bro, don't change your verse. Be you, man. Don't 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 try mm-hmm. to be me. We both can't be me, man. Let's let you be you. I'm gonna be me. You know. Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. Now, being from from the neighborhood you're from, coming from the background you're from, some people say that it's so hard to make it because they're they have been deprived or they don't have the the uh, opportunity. That others may have coming from a different background or a different lifestyle. Do you believe it? Um, to a point, to a point, I do believe it. See, where I'm from, I'm from Pasig, and um, one thing about Jersey artists is Jersey don't really support Jersey. I get more love in Brooklyn. I get more love in the UK. You know, I get more love around the world than I do for my own hometown. So I mean, for a weak-minded person, they will look at that and say, "All right, well, that holds back." But me, I see that, and that makes me go harder. So, I mean, it's all in your mind state. If if you live for what other people think, you'll always be nothing more than their image. Mm. I like that. Wait, stop. If you live <laughs> for, for, for what people say, then you will what? Then you'll be nothing more than their image. You won't be yourself. You you'll just be, be what they think more. you are. Then you will be nothing more than their image. I love That's that. That's right. I love that. I love that. You're going to have to say that to me. <laughs> Don't <consider it>. <laughs> <laughs> Looking at yourself yeah. through your own eyes, knowing what you can do, most people would say, That's conceited. It's, it's you know, a lot of the, the people that are poorly conceited, those would be the ones that. To me, through my eyes, like, I, 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 if a person came up to me and said, yo, Six, I think you can see it, bro, then that would be the person that I would want to keep my eye on because it, that seems like they're not looking at my confidence. They're trying to find something to hold me back on, and that goes right back to being a weak-minded person, you know. By a person telling me I'm conceited, if I'm weak-minded, then I'll stop doing what I'm doing or I'll slow down to take me out of my pace which means I won't achieve the things that I want to achieve as fast as I want to, but I'll do it on their pace. So with me, it's all about confidence. It's not about being conceited. You know, I'm I'm sorry if I hurt anybody's feelings or anything like that. I I don't feel like I'm conceited. I feel like I've got a lot of room for progression, and um, that's that's how I live my life. You know, that's that's the way I deal with my situations. But if they're telling me I'm conceited, that means I got their attention, so I like it anyway. <laughs> wow. So okay. Yeah. Big six. How did you get your name? I just I have to find out. Why Big Six? Uh Big Six was actually a generation name that started with my great grandfather and then when he passed mm-hmm. away, my father picked it up. And then when my father passed away, I said, I'm going to keep it in the family, and I'm going to just run with it. That wasn't the name that I just sat around and said, hey, I'm going to be a rapper. I'm going to be Big Six, you know. 
I'm sure I could have thought about something bigger, you know what I mean? But uh, right. that's, that's a generation name, and that's you know that's a little sentimental to me. You know, I feel like I got a, a reputation as far as my great grand, me, my grandfather to my father to uphold. So, you know, mm-hmm. I said in the song, when the crowd screams six, they think they're calling out for me, but it's really my father they call it. You know what I mean? Like, it's just a reminder for me to, to keep going, keep going. I won't stop till the world know who he is. My father was a powerful guy, and he opened up a lot of doors for minorities. Where I'm from, he started the first black VFW. And actually, they just named the street after him. So, mm-hmm. you know, I feel like we owe him something. Like us, his kids, we owe him something in return. So right now, we just broke 1.3 million plays on SoundCloud. So that's 1.3 oh. million people that know his name. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I feel and like he's doing you, a good job. For not, him. not to pry, but when did you lose your phone, uh, I lost my father about ten years ago. Well, I lost my Maybe father. Maybe a little two bit days more ago. than that. Two yeah, years ago. I'm, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's That's, hard. You know what? This I know it's hard, and you know this is gonna sound crazy what I'm gonna tell you, but for a long time my father was all I knew, and um, still to this day I wake up sometimes and I start getting dressed, and my wife would say. Where you going? And I got to catch myself like, oh, man, I'm about to go to my father's house. Like, that's a pain that you never get over, you know? That's a that's a reoccurring pain. So, I mean, I understand where you're coming from. I'm sorry for your loss. My condolences to your family. But, you know, that's, yeah. that's something that you never get over. But thank you for helping me out. Thank you. No, no thank problem. you for helping and also, thank you for being in the show. Big Six, man, what kind of, I mean, what? where can people reach you, and what would be the the one thing that you would tell, the, the, you know, a listener trying to make it in any industry, whether they're going to be a writer, a singer, a rapper, uh, um, a doctor, what, what what's your advice? If you love it, never stop. Keep going. You're going to have people trying to pull you back, you know, the more people try to stop you, that's the more that you're going to proceed. Get past the bumps, and you'll be, you'll be getting to clear. You'll be good to go in no time. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. very, very easy. Where can people reach you? Excuse me? Where can people reach you? All right. On, um, on Twitter, you can get me at uh, Stacks That Real, Twitter at Stacks That Real. On Instagram, uh, Big Six Nine Seven Three. On mm-hmm. Facebook as well, Big Six Nine Seven Three. Um, trying to think what else. I'm not sure of the uh, YouTube because of I, my manager he I deals did put with that. SoundCloud. I did put your SoundCloud oh, sound- there. It is, right, it is I appreciate there. You. I yeah, appreciate definitely. you. Yeah, SoundCloud as well. Before I go, I definitely got to wish my nephew a happy birthday. He just turned six years old today. Isaiah, I love you. I hope you're enjoying your day. That's that's my little man right there. He's too funny. <laughs> yeah. I hear you. It sounds but like I appreciate you for having me on the show. Excuse no problem. Me, I, said like, I said it sounds like family is very important to you. I'm, I'm a very family-oriented man, you know, and I feel like uh, – these days, 
it's, you know, it's all about everybody want to be in the street life and things like that. I mean, if you put on World Star, you see younger guys up there beating up old men and things like that. And, and you know, I don't, I don't promote that. I don't like things like that. So to me, my family is the world. You know, for my, you know, for my kids, I live and I die for my kids. That's the type of person mm-hmm. I am. Wow. Well, Big Six, again, thank you so much for being on the show. You guys can reach Big Six on SoundCloud.com forward slash Big Six one seven three three two eight six four. But we have that right there on our page and also on our Facebook page. So you can go ahead and contact him at any time. Listen to the music. I'm telling you, I love it. I appreciate you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I appreciate <laughs> you, too. Thank you so much. Thank you. And you come back Take send the music to Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. Well, I'm going to try to schedule something for next week. Maybe I'll be back up here next week, probably. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's not a problem. <laughs> I appreciate All right. you. Yeah, you take it easy. No problem. All right, you too. All right, brother. I love what Big Six said. He said, as long as you believe in what people say about you, then that will be the image that you carry yourself. I'm paraphrasing because you got to go back and listen because he said it better than I did. But I'm telling you that it's true. If you believe that, you know, what people say about you, if you believe what people's image is of you, that's what he said. If you believe in the image of what people believe in you, then you will never get that image out of your head of yourself. We all need to think better of ourselves. If we're, look, if we're looking and thinking better of ourselves, I truly believe that we can move forward in our dreams and we can accomplish those things that we, that we sometimes just think is impossible. But it isn't impossible. If you can dream it, you can do it. That's what Dream Chasers is all about. And um, I do have a, a song that I want to play real quick, and, I, and I, I have more guests on the show today. But... Um, this one artist, when he came on the show, I'm trying to find him. When he came on the show, he was uh, just starting uh, to promote his song. Well, it went number one, number one on all the regular charts, and now he's a big-time artist. It's wonderful. So this is Nova with this moment. Let's get lost for a while, wait for the 
blogtalkradio.com forward slash dreamchasersradio. You can tune in on iTunes and pick up over 300 episodes. Three. I've been here for 10 years, and I've never really tried to get more listeners. I've never really tried to um, promote the show. Um, I just did it for myself, you know, just to, just because I like it. I really love uh, airing and broadcasting and podcasting. And, and now, guess what? This year, 2018, I really went for it. Bang! I got the radio show uh, on Blog Talk Radio every, uh, every week, at least once a week. Uh, but not only that, I own WYZCRadio.com. It is down right now because we're doing some programming. Yes, we're going to have some some programming up. If you ever wanted to have a podcast and you have, or you have podcasts and you want to put your podcast on my station at streamchasersradio.com, uh, let me know. All you got to do is just let me know on Dream Chasers Radio Facebook page because you're listening to us on different pages right now. I tell you right now, though, the inspiration that comes from people who are going for their goals, the things that they're doing, um, even if it's the smallest thing, if it, you know, every little micro step you take, takes you towards the bigger goal. And that's what we're looking at. We're looking at getting towards that big goal, and that's what Dream Chasers Radio is all about. So, I mean, I'm telling you, there is so many different things, but I'm going to go ahead and plug this next. At the end of this month, or the beginning of next month, I have a very big guest. If you love R&B, you, in the 80s and 90s, you're going to know who this person is, I really am just amazed that they would come to me and ask me to interview this person. So this person's going to have their own segment. No one else is going to be on the show. It's just going to be me and this person. I am not telling you who they are, but they are recording artists, and they're from the 80s and 90s, big, big, big artists. And I, I, I love their songs back in the day. So. I'm not going to tell you. That's right. You ain't getting it from me. <laughs> but just to, just to show you that, you know, people stop by, and most people ask me, you know, Yaya, are you, are you upset that people stop by and, and they just keep going, and then from there they become big and they never come back again? No. No, I'm not upset. As a matter of fact, I'm very happy for people who, who make it big. That means they're working hard. I'm working hard over here. They should work hard over there. I have my own dreams. I, their dreams are not my dreams. Uh, I have my own goals. I have my own dreams. I have my own visions. I have my own aspirations. And those are the things I'm going to go for because those are my things. And what's yours is yours is what's mine is mine. I don't have my vision of someone else's vision in my head. I have my own. And so when people come and they ask to be on the show or they ask to, um, you know, or they say, hey, we want to send people over to your show, awesome, great. And then they become these big artists and they become these big I had Rodney Perry on my show a few years ago. It's been a few years. I'm trying to get him back. Uh, but you know how hard it is to get Rodney Perry now? Yes, it is very hard to get Rodney Perry now. And maybe, maybe not. Who knows? But you know what? That's cool. If they say no, it's all right. If they say yes, it's all right, too, because guess what I'm more excited about? I'm more excited about the people like 
like the, the last guest that I had, Big Six. He came on the show. He's doing his thing. He's advancing. He's moving forward his career. He's taking those micro steps. He's taking those little tiny goals. He's, he's compacting it, and he's making this big goal. And one day, that's all going to pay off for him, if not today, if not tomorrow. That's going to pay off. Those are the things we need to look at. When we see our goals, when, we, when we're envisioning things, they're so big, they're, like, impossible. Oh, my gosh, I'm gonna, I want to do this, or I want to do that, and it's so big. Break it down. Make it smaller. If you make it smaller, you can handle it. It can be done. And that's what we're looking at. Um, Dream Chasers Radio and myself, Yaya Diamond, because I am the owner of Dream Chasers Radio, has always been about telling people and showing people about other people that are out there doing their goals, going for it, writing books. Our first guest wrote Treasures of Sleep. Treasures of Sleep. I mean, she studied it, and she's really into it. That is awesome. That's what she wants to do. So I'm encouraging you today. Whatever you believe that you can do, even if you believe you can't do it, but it's so heavy in your heart, it's such an idea, it's such a dream, it's such a goal, break it down. Little steps every week, every day. You know, I'm going to show you. I have, and I did show you this last time, I have a goal book. And I write down every day what I want to do in my goal book. So Today I've done a, a lot of different things in my goal book, and I've accomplished most of the stuff I want to accomplish. And so what does that tell you? That tells you that even I have micro goals, okay? And I'm nowhere near as big as any of these people out there. You know, yes, I've been podcasting for 10 years. Yes, I've been out here. But I haven't been pushing it because it's not because I didn't believe I could do it. It's because I didn't think it was important but uh, enough for me to push this on other people. But I'm learning that people need to hear this. And maybe it's not important to you. Maybe you don't want to do anything. Maybe you don't have any goals. Maybe you've done everything and you just, you're done. You're done. But that's not the majority of us. The majority of us that are out there still have things that we want to do. We still want to have a family reunion. We want to get our family together. We still want to learn how to cook that good apple pie. We still want to do things, even if it's the smallest things. There are goals, but you can't cook an apple pie and just think that you got to have everything. You have to go to the store, pick up the ingredients. You got to buy them. You got to make sure that you do it right. I mean, there's pieces and to the puzzles. How do you want the apple pie to look? You see, there's different things. Oh, do you want it to taste? Do you want raisins? Do you want walnuts in your apple pie? I mean, these are the way you put your goals together. So what do you want to do? You want to become a writer. So you write each chapter, maybe not even in sequence, maybe out of order, okay? And then you put it together later. So, but you got to Put the pieces together to form that book, to form that thing, to form that apple pie. Why not? And then when you're finished with it, you have your finished product, and you're going, oh, my gosh. I did it. I did it. I can do it again. <laughs> I can do it again. I mean, how awesome is that moment? And that's what we're going through. That's what we're going through. And so I have all kinds of different people on the show, and we're going to go ahead and go to our next guest. Please, thank you, and welcome to the show. Please tell everybody who you are and what you do, please. 
Yes, yes, yes. It's Ponzo Houdini. I'm a uh, hip-hop rap artist from Buffalo, New York. Awesome, awesome. So how did you get started? And how did you know well, you I, wanted to be a hip-hop rapper? Well, I mean, it started with, you know, as a kid, I was, uh, you know, one of the kids that, you know, all the family gatherings, you know, holidays. I was always the kid that would be performing all the songs in front of the family and, you know, just fell in love with performing music. Then as I got older in high school, I started writing raps. And then, you know, as I got a little older living a street life, um, I was, you know, just rapping about the lifestyle that I was living. So, you know, I mean, it just stuck Mm. with me. You know, I mean, I. Tell me about that lifestyle. Tell me about that because a lot of people don't realize that sometimes these these songs come from real life situations. Definitely, definitely. See, my whole life is is a real life situation. You know what I'm saying? Like I I grew up in a downtown Buffalo, New York, Jefferson project. Uh, my mother she uh, became uh, addicted to uh, crack cocaine, and you know so she was a part away from the household. So our father, my father, and my little brother. And, you know, we was living a life that was about survival. You know, I, I grew up in a real, 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 real rough neighborhood. So, you know, it was about survival. So as I got older, you know, um, I started being in the streets, um, started selling drugs, um, and then, you know, came along with that lifestyle with the consequences. So I ended up, you know, catching felonies, then, you know, going to prison, you know what I mean, doing the prison time and said, hey, you know, during the prison time, I said, hey, something got to change, you know, because, you know what I mean, if I'm going to live this street life, I got to live it through my music but I'm not going to live it the way that I was living it. I want to be the voice that, you know, let people know that it's consequences with this lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? And hopefully with my message, I can, you know, change a couple people's minds different, or if they're in the streets, you know what I mean, try to find an exit plan to get out, you know what I'm saying, to do something positive. So that's what I'm, that's what I'm here for. Wow. Now that is encouraging to say the least that you did get out of that situation. And I want to commend yeah. you for that because that is definitely not something that, easy to do, but tell me exactly. something, tell me something, coming from that that background, coming from that, did you ever have that feeling that it would be too hard to get out, or did you know you could get, you could get out? One thing about me, though, I've always been intelligent, see, that's the thing, like, coming up in grade school, I was on a high honor roll, I, I was a smart kid, that's the one thing about me, I always had a good mindset, so, you know, I just got, you know, my surroundings was streets so you know what i'm saying it's like i just became adapted once i got in high school to the streets and then i just said forget school but i was still intelligent but you know so i always had my own mind and i wasn't really never a follower so you know what i'm saying even though my surroundings was that i always kept my you know me my mind right and as far as the streets um i just you know just knew that i had to make a change because i'm a father you know i got kids so you know i was like you i can't keep my father was there for me basically my father was there for me so i'm like i can't I can't take no more vacations. You know what I mean? My kids need me more than everything. You know what I'm saying? It ain't about the money. It's about the time, quality time spent with them. You know what I mean? Helping them so that they don't make the same mistakes that I did. So, you know, it was just like, yo, I got to be. It's got to. You know what I mean? And I always wanted to make it in music, though. Like, that's just something that I always want to do. Like, I own my own record label now. You know, it's an independent label. And, you know, I always wanted to make it. Like, I always want to be, you know what I'm saying? I just, just something about my life that I always felt like I was going to make it one day. Wow. So, Tell us what steps did you take to stay out and to stay, what I would say, free from the bonds that bound you before, the jail, the sentence, the the past. Right. 
Well, I mean, actually, I'm not. I mean, I I I don't no longer do illegal activities, but I still got family and associates that still, you know, what I mean, deeply in it. So it's like, you know, what I mean, it's like it's around me, but it's like at the end of the day, that's not the lifestyle I choose. It's like I told you, I always have my own mind, and it's just like I got another. Like I opened up my own businesses and did stuff that was positive. I mean, so that I could, you know, be able to still take care of my family where I didn't need the streets. You know what I mean? So that's the most important thing that I did was, you know, learn something to where I can start my own company and be able to make some money outside of music, you know what I mean, that I could generate to take care of my family so that I didn't need the streets. But my my number one passion is music, and that's what's going to take me to the next level in life. Mm, mm, mm. So I have your song Gorgeous here. Tell me about that song. Well, gorgeous, uh, my mindset with that was, since I see, like, the majority of the world, I mean, when they talk about women, they talk about women in mostly a negative way to where they downgrade the women, and, you know, so my thing was I wanted to uplift the women to let them know that, you know, you could be independent, you could be successful, you could be a boss, you know what I mean? Because the way that I think is, and the way that I carry myself is that, you know, the, 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 the as a king on a chessboard, your most powerful piece is your queen. So if you uplift your queen, she could do more for you than all of them pawns that you got on your team. So, you know, in my mindset, you know, in the way that I move and live my life is, you know what I mean, I'm all about empowering our ladies so that they can be powerful figures in this world and, and in tune help us, you know what I mean, be even more powerful than we can be, you know what I mean, just by ourselves or just winging it or just dealing with a whole bunch of chicks. So, you know, that's what it's about. It's about empowering ladies to be independent, you know, to be successful. And no matter what you're doing, you can be successful. And it's just what it's about, empowering our women. Mm-hmm. Now let me ask you a question because this I, I don't know I I have to go there I'm gonna go there I'm gonna ask you a question no because problem. a lot of times people will say that it's the woman's fault or it's because she dresses this way or because she's acting this way or she's promiscuous or she's provocative. Um, mm-hmm. Tell me what you think about that situation because sometimes it is true. Sometimes they do dress provocative, but does that give them the right to? to say things like that, or maybe we need to meet, maybe we as women or younger women need to be taught our value. Yes, that's what I think. It's a lot of that going on, but at the end of the day, people, you know, want to live the way that they want to live. On on one side of the coin, you have, you know, women should carry themselves in different manners, but there's nothing wrong with, you know, having fun and living your life the way you want to live it. That don't give a man the right to disrespect, you know, you know what I mean? I just I just don't feel like that personally. You know what I'm saying? Like at the end of the day, doesn't mean that you you know what I mean? Like it doesn't I don't give I don't think it's right at all. You know, I think, you know, women should be able to dress however they want to dress, you know, because you gotta think about it. Look at exotic dancers, strippers, you know what I mean? They they get paid. That's their profession. You know what I'm saying? I, I can't knock nobody hustling trying to feed their family. So, you know what I mean? That's they that's their profession. So at the end of the day, you can't treat them less of the world. That's just what they do for a living. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, and that's just, you know, Hey, I mean, people gonna have people gonna have their opinions about it, but at the end of the day, that's just what they're doing, you know. And hopefully, it's just a stepping stone so that you can be able to do something else, just like the streets for the dudes, like you know what I mean, dudes in the streets. You know what I mean, that should be a stepping stone if ever even done, you know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, I mm-hmm. feel like no, that shouldn't be a reason for you to, uh, you know, just just uh, you know, down talk to the ladies at all, you know, because like mm-hmm. I said, I'm all about empowering the ladies, so that in tune empowers us even more. Right, right. Well, we're going to go ahead and play your song, Gorgeous. Tell us about that song that you, I mean, you know, you already told us about, you know, treating the woman, you know, and, and talking up to a woman and saying how gorgeous she is. Um, is Fact. there any particular inspiration for this song? I'm sorry, say that one more time. 
Is there anyone in particular, any inspiration in particular for this song? Uh, of course, uh, my wife, she was an inspiration in that song. My wife talking directly to her, and uh, verse two was directly towards her, you know, just because she has to understand, you know, like, she never dealt with a man like me, and I'm an entertainer slash rapper, so, you know, I live a different type of lifestyle, so therefore, you know, it's kind of hard being accustomed to, you know, me having to deal with other women, and, you know, and I'm saying not not even on no sense of anything sexual, but I just have to deal with women as fans, as business, and in this industry, you know, there's a lot of women that I come across, so just let her, let her know that she's still the most important, and that, you know, business is business, and, you know, uh, personal is personal. Right. Okay, so here we go. Here's Gorgeous, right here by Bronzo. Hey, yo, Ricky, we got one. Ricky, we got one. Take balls, take balls, take balls. You gorgeous. Girl, you know you gorgeous. Hair on fleek, so, so enormous. The way you rock the sachi I spoil her like milk, like her due date expire Shorty independent, got racks in her bank account No clue, she might even sell you I got her liquor license This I'm swinging her, knock her lights out DM stay popping cause she getting wild life now Ugly hoes, hating and they fake, wanna fight now You got your own way, baby, that's it I like If your man ain't tell you you gorgeous, he ain't right You need somebody that's gon' treat that bride right you need somebody that's gon' eat that broccoli fry. You need a, you need a cake boss in your life. You gorgeous, girl. You know you gorgeous. Hair on fleek, so so enormous. The way you rock the sachi flawless. Bad, bad, bad chick on deck, yeah, shorty gorgeous. You gorgeous, girl. You know you gorgeous. Hair on fleek, so enormous. The way you rock the sachi flawless. Dynamite. She mad I ain't come home last night come on, She gotta understand this rapper life But she knows she the only one that I like hey, ba- Baby girl, you're gorgeous Pink sweatsuit got that looking enormous Don't trip, you know that you important You kill him with the heel like Lauren You look sexy in them brand new Jordan You come exotic like a fake foreign All these other whack whack they boring. Take you with me while I'm touring. Can't wait to touch you down. You, you, you know I'm soaring. Uh, you gorgeous. Girl, you know you gorgeous. Hair on fleek, so, so enormous. The way you rock the sachi falling. Bad, 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 chick on deck. Yeah, shorty gorgeous. You gorgeous. Girl, you know you gorgeous. Hair on fleek, so enormous. The way you rock the sachi falling. Education. Okay. She's trying to buy a house, so she's stacking her paper. Broke, don't stand a chance, so she don't date no. If she no. with me, she lucky, cause my shit is major. Keep her hair in the bob, lashes stay popping. Eyebrows on fleek, thirsty, jockin'. Ain't gon' sweat her, I know I can get her. She said he's good, but 
mind is better Control substance, got her open off the stroke If I hit her, then don't call her back, that be dope And she independent, okay? She bad, yeah, shorty winning You gorgeous, girl, you know you gorgeous Hair on fleek, so, so enormous The way you rock the sock, she I love it. You're gorgeous. Wow. Wow. So tell us how, I mean, what's next for you? Hello? Oh, there you go. What's next for you? Yeah, uh, so I'm working on a new project called Epidemic. It will be released soon. And, uh, you know, just pushing pushing these records and just connecting with the people, most importantly, getting out and connecting with the people, you know, just going to different areas that I'm not familiar with and uh, actually, you know, getting out, shaking hands, going to barbershops, hair salons, uh, malls, all the places where the people, my uh, demographics would be at and just going to network and meet the people. That's what it's about, that footwork. Wow. Well, I I absolutely love that song, I think that that song encompasses again the positivity of of what you believe a woman is, you know. And thank you so much exactly. for, uh, you know, thank you so much for putting that out there, you know. Thank you. No very doubt, much. no doubt. So where can people reach you? Uh, you can reach me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Ponzo Houdini, P O N Z O. H-O-U-D-I-N-I. I'm mostly active on Instagram, so if you send me a follow, I'll follow you back. And again, that's Ponzo Houdini, P-O-N-Z-O-H-O-U-D-I-N-I. My music is released through Spotify, iTunes, Tidal, Amazon, Apple Music. I'm everywhere that you can think of. So, you know, just put me in the search bar. I've got 50 to 100 videos on YouTube. So, you know, just check me out. I got a lot going on, and I got way more on the way. Just the beginning. Awesome, awesome. I want to thank you again for being on the show. It has been no doubt. such a wonderful During your career, have you ever had to tell anybody no? Yes, I had to get used to it. That's a part of being successful, getting used to telling people no. Because if you don't get used to it, then you will be a pushover, and you will take a lot of losses, and the people, a lot of people will get, on you, get over on you. So, yes, that's a part of – even before the rap, I had to get used to that because I was always the, the, the member of the family or the friend that always had the money, the car, and always had my shit together. So – you know, uh, that's that comes with that lifestyle, a lot of beggars and a lot of leeches. But, you know, and then sometimes you even got to tell the people you love no because, you know, just at that time is not the right appropriate time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's what our show is about today. It's so hard to say no. <laughs> no, you get used to it after a while. It's just like with my office. I, I had to get used to firing people, you know, like with my business. I had to, you have to get used to It's just a part of life, you know. It's just at the end of the day, it's nothing. See, I had to learn how to take my personal feelings out of business because they had to screw a lot of stuff up. So, you know, that's the key mm-hmm. uh, key to success, taking the personal feelings out of business. And, you know, a lot of people get not successful at doing that in this world because people take a lot of things personal, even when it's not personally meant. Yeah. But, 
So, yeah. Wow. Well, I want to thank you again for being on the show, Parzo. And I, I appreciate you for having me. Back. Definitely, I, I definitely. And bring that wonderful music with you. Definitely, yeah, yeah. I appreciate it, and I and I hope you much, 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 much continued success. And I appreciate you for having me. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, and and the ditto for you. Much, 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 yes. much, much. Thank you. Definitely. All right. All right. Take it easy. Yep. Yeah. All right. Bye. Bye. See that? Pongo said it. He said it. You have to get used to saying no. It gets easier. Yeah, that's what that means. Well, it does get easier. It does. It's not. It's not completely easy though, because sometimes you do want to say yes, but you just can't. You just can't physically. You just can't. And so what I'm saying is, it is hard to say no. And Prasa said, if you don't say no, what's going to happen is you're going to be that pushover, and you're never going to get anywhere because people are going to be pushing you over all the time. And then next thing you know it, you're in the back of the line again. We have to move forward. And I'm not saying at the, at the expense of saying yes, that you're going to move forward or the expense of saying no to everybody that you're going to move forward. I'm not saying that. What I am saying is do what's right for you at your moment, uh, making sure that you're taking care of yourself physically, mentally, and keeping your body in shape and in health. That way you can say yes when you're physically and mentally able to. Um, so we do have a caller. I'm hoping that it is my caller. Welcome to the show. Hello. Hello, Yaya. Hey, how are you? Hi, I'm calling in a little bit early, but I was just listening to some of the um, gentlemen that were saying, yes, yeah, sometimes you do have to say no. I'm sorry. I just got caught up in your <laughs> in your program there. Well, tell me about that. Tell me what you think about saying no since you were on the line. Well, I can say that you have to learn how to do it. Um, most times, especially women, we have a tendency of going along with everything. We don't wait to cause. We're like, okay, I was taught to be a girl, and I must, you know, eventually say yes. No, no, sweetheart. There are times when you have to say absolutely no no, I don't want this, or no, you can't do this. So, yeah, you have to, it, but it takes practice. It does take practice. So that's what I have to say about that. Wow, wow. Is this my author? Is this, is this? Uh, yes, it I'm is. Yes, right? This so is SS Cohentown. Yes, correct. Wow. I just happened to fall in love. I just happened to fall in love with this. And I, I saw your customer reviews, and then I saw that guy with those big blue eyes. Oh my yes, gosh! What a cutie pie! He is. He said, um, "Some women's dream, believe it or not. Um, it's okay to have a little fantasy on the side. It's great mm-hmm. to have a great imagination." <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Wow. Wow. So okay. I'm going to get past those big blue eyes. But the cover of your book, 
and I did put that on our Facebook page, and I will be posting that up. The cover of your book, what kind of a thought did you have to put in for writing my life after dark fiction to to come up with what you have? Or are you are you versed in it, or is it different each and every time? Well, um, I'm a kind of person that's pretty visual, even for a female. Most females are not quite as visual, but I am. I saw this character, and I have to come across the perfect picture, and I said, that is their craft. Everything that Mm. was, everything I developed uh, for him uh, in the story, that's their craft. Mm-mm. Now, Ride of My Life is an urban thriller, a story of Motley Crue, bus riders from the beautiful fiction, fictional town of Dansbury. How did you come up with Dansbury? Believe it or not, there is a town called Danbury. <laughs> it's somewhere in South Texas. I couldn't believe that. I also what? found out that, yes, <laughs> and it's close to the border. <laughs> what oh, are the chances, why? right? There's also oh, wow. a store, which which is in a story called D'Angelo's, and it's also a clothing store. Once again, that just floored me. Um, the fictional town is something that, a place that everyone would love to live in. It's beautiful. Everyone knows their neighbor. Um, everyone is interactive. But they're not perfect people. Um, as perfect as the community is, the characters are not Perfect. You have um, the the leading uh, character that he has a few complications, a few um, challenges. Um, he's autistic, and um, he has somewhat of a social disorder. But there's one thing he knows how to do well, and if you read the book, you'll find out what it is. Oh wow! Now you already got me. Now I'm like I'm, I'm in it. I can't get in it. <laughs> You're messing me up now. Oh, my gosh. Okay, really? so what inspired you to write this book then? Um, I was going through some trying times, and um, I started writing the book just to stay focused. And yeah. pretty soon, um, I wanted to just write something that was ten to 12,000 words and, and let that be it and tell the story. But it uh-huh. turned out to be almost 50,000 words, and the characters took on their own personality. Um, Rarely do you see a motley crew with a lot of black female roles, uh, uh, leading roles in a story. And these black females that surround their craft, he actually, trying not to give give away the story, they go back for many years uh, let's say high school freshman year, and uh, okay. they were there for each other. Mm-hmm. And that's how he got his own little crew together. And um, it's it's it, it's quite a thriller. It really is, but it has a lot of fun things in it. It's not nearly the style of Donald Goins, but it's it can be a little raw. So people out there, if you're listening, um. If you want something that's G-rated, do not read this, okay? <laughs> this is all about life, and just don't read it if you want something that's G-rated. If you're a mature person, please feel free to read it. 
Oh, wow, wow, wow. Okay, okay, okay. Wait, wait. Hold on a second. I have to get my composure here because um, you're saying if you're if, if you're not immature, what do you mean by that? Because it's like I, I think it's very interesting that this is kind of going for your life and it's a personal thing, but yet it's still a book. And you're a five-star writer on Amazon. <laughs> I, I've been blessed. So far, so good. Um, you probably, I don't know if I told you this or not, but I was blessed that the city of Dallas is making a play out of it. And I'm also converting the book into a play. And um, I'm working hard on that. So uh, it will soon be shown um, here, live and on stage. It would then wow. have a PG rating. It will drop down to a her rating by that time. Wow. Wow. I, I'm gonna have yes. to say that I I'm just I'm I'm floored. I'm well, floored. Thank you. Thank you so much. It, it was a, it's okay, a hard okay. road. It, well, okay, so you're currently working on reformatting it into a, a the stage play, right? Congratulations. Um Thank you. So thank you. How did that okay. In your opinion, what what's having a great directors that is supportive and keeping the characters true and possible is that wonderful it, it um you know has it been supportive i mean tell me about that yes yes um my director is, is eddie hubbard and um mm-hmm. i i love that guy <laughs> mm-hmm. um one thing uh we work well together okay um i'm the writer I'm not the writer, the director, the uh, the casting person. He does his job. I do my job. And okay. I don't have to do everything. You know, this, this person is definitely a professional. He knows what to do, and he, he has much more experience than I have. I'm the person behind the scenes. I don't have to be out there in front. I'm okay mm-hmm. with being behind the scenes and just – you know, get in my little niche and writing the story. Um, I feel 100% certain that he can pull this off and keep the characters true to the way that I wrote it. That's why we get get along so well. And he's already um, considering auditioning a few people for the main main um, roles for this play. Okay. Okay. And what's the difference between writing a book and writing a play? Oh boy, <laughs> nerves! <laughs> um, oh my goodness! Um, when you're writing a book, um, of course you you can see it in your mind, and hopefully you can somehow get it on paper. But when you're writing a play, uh, you have to take into consideration so very much, like. Um, the actors and costumes and the locations of the act uh, actors on the stage and and the props that comes into mind and and um, how long can you possibly keep an audience entertained? Uh, reading a book, you you kind of read it at your own leisure, but when you have a play, you're kind of given a certain amount of time to work in, and it's very mm-hmm. very difficult to do that. I, I'd like to give a uh, shout-out to Peter Jackson. 
who did Lord mm-hmm. of the Rings. I tell oh, you, yeah. I don't know how the man did it, okay? He converted um, uh, a huge <laughs> amount of literature into a movie that it, it, it technically it shouldn't have happened. You know, it's just the amount of information that he had, it was just overwhelming. But he made it work. Um, it's the same thing um, uh, with the script. You take a, a lot of information from a book and you try to reduce it down to a format that holds as true to the plot as possible of the book. And that's what I'm working on right now. Um, it's pretty daunting, but... <laughs> Hey, I'm not going to get it done. It's getting done. That's good. That's awesome. Now, you know, being that you have this one book, but you're not just an author of this book here. You're an author of other books. Tell me what it's like from the first book that you wrote till now. What are the changes and issues that you've made? Oh, wow. Um I can say that I started off in a a group, um, an online group, and I read a lot of work, and it was mostly uh, mostly fiction, okay, from Lord of the Rings, as a matter of fact. And okay. I wasn't really the writer of the group. I was more the reader and reviewer. I loved that. And pretty soon over time, I started writing more, and mm-hmm. then I became a ghostwriter. Okay, um, I have written a few stories. They're not technically my own now, um, and I sold them. And pretty much I thought, hey, if I could write for other people, why don't I just write my own novels? <laughs> and then I did that, and I did that. And the, the progress was I was the goody girl. I was the goody two-shoes. I, I never wrote anything that was more than – um, more than PG maybe, more than that. Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden, I don't know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> and girl, I went from PG to hoo hoo. That rating just got rocked a bit. <laughs> oh my god! And um, oh yeah, oh yeah. It's it, it could be a little graphic. Um, but that was challenging as a writer. For me, that mm-hmm. was challenging. And I like challenges, okay? I wanted something that as challenging as my circumstances was in life, my writing reflects the challenges that I have, you know, as writing the story. And being that it wasn't 10,000 words anymore and from 10,000 to almost 50,000 words, that was what you're, you're reading, which is all that all that pressure that I was under at that time, that's how I developed into a full-size novel. Mm. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And, that, and, and you know what? That's important, that you went from step mm-hmm. to step, step to step. You know, in, in the importance of the steps that you've made, which area did you learn the most? I learned that sometimes to be better, you have to look at your situation, and um, it's not always that you are in a proper place, that you are always held the exact chair to sit in to write, the exact moment to write. 
everywhere you can write. And mm-hmm. all the writers out there, I highly suggest this. Uh, and I'm not trying to, you know, change your question or anything, but write what you want. Write it. Just, I don't care what it is. I don't care if Sue had a blue dog and uh, uh, that dog fell in love with a hippopotamus, okay? Write the damn story. Somebody will read it, and somebody will love it. <laughs> Look at what happened to the um, the movie just recently came out, Shape of Water. What is mm-hmm. the plot for that movie? This orphan girl, well, well, won't give it away, uh, but this orphan girl, blah, 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 very simple plot, and uh-huh. happily ever after. It's a three-line plot that mm. nobody would ever believe was a hit and it's a hit wow i just i can believe it myself but it so i just want to let people know that whatever your circumstances are just continue to write sometimes if you have to scratch on a a napkin in mcdonald's those words can apply towards whatever you're writing and just keep on going and um you know, just stay focused. And it's okay. Um, I know some people have religious boundaries that they can, that their religion is imparted into their writings. Um, mm-hmm. Whatever your conscience feels is safe for you to do, that's what you do. But mm-hmm. the reverse is, is that there are people out there that don't really care, you know, you know, in particular about your spirituality, they just want to read. So know who mm-hmm. your audience is. You know, okay. um, I'm, I'm I'm very much into Kabbalah, and you're gonna mm-hmm. read that throughout my story, but you're not gonna see in the from the Christian viewpoint. I'm just letting you know, it's gonna be from a human viewpoint that everyone okay. in this community has a place. Okay. Mm-hmm. Every human being has a place in our community, and um, hopefully, love and positive energy will go out to everyone. Wow! And that's it. Wow! Wow! You know, and and to me, that is important and an important step in um, in everyone's life, no matter what aspiration you have. Now, um, we started with it's hard to say no. Uh, mm-hmm. Being that you did all of these. I mean, you. This is not your first book, like you said. This is not your first rodeo. However, no. have you ever had to, to say no to yourself during this process? No. <laughs> I am one of the few people. I seldom tell myself no. Yes, I deserve this. Yes, it's my. Yes, it's my pain. Yes, it's my. De- but I seldom tell myself no. You mm-hmm. have the world telling you no 24 hours a day. For God's sake, tell yourself yes. Even if it's stupid, <laughs> you, you see the strawberry shortcake and it's no, no, no. Oh, damn it, eat the strawberry shortcake, okay, and be happy when you mm-hmm. eat it. Yes, you might have to go to the gym later on. Know the consequences. But yeah. do not be the person that you say to yourself, no, no, that, that, just no. <laughs> no, you hear that enough. 
okay, the sky is the limit. You're only bound by what you see in your mind. That's it. The world is yours. And wow. hopefully you can take that and, and put it in, you know, put it onto paper. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, I want to thank you so much for being on the show. Is there anything that I didn't cover um, that you would like to say? No, I just love the show. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I fell in love with it last week. I was like, wait a minute. I'm supposed to be working here. I'm going to listen to this show. Let me get off this. <laughs> But we got a lot of episodes out there for you to listen to. That's for sure. Uh, yeah, I kind of got that. <laughs> I think that's what. That's the problem with editing. And I, I am currently still editing. Okay, people, please forgive me. But your show is dynamic, and it brings the current thoughts to to the boards, um, to the to the audience. And I, I enjoyed that. Thank you so much. It, it makes me laugh. Oh, wow. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. I, I try, you know, a little laughter. It's good for the soul. It's like medicine. Yes, yes, it is. Yes, it is. And please give my regards to the gentleman that was on before me. Ah, you heard that? The gentleman that was on before you, his name uh, is uh, Pronzo. Pronzo was on before you. Okay. So. Pranzo, uh, the rapper, and he did he did a wonderful song um, to to you know uplift women. Definitely a great mm-hmm. song, definitely. And I want to awesome thank you man. because yes, I'm looking I'm looking at this guy's eyes, and I just can't get over his eyes. And if you guys would please go uh, to Ride of My Life After Dark Fiction, can uh, off of Amazon, and I did put the link up on the pages. You will see this guy's eyes, and you will be mesmerized. You want to just read the book because of his eyes. It's just you put you if you put the eyes on every page. I think you got it. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much. Um, thank you, thank you for being on the show, and thank you for doing what you do and for inspiring other people. I'm gonna no try problem. not to say You're no. Doing the, doing a great job yourself. Thank you. All right, then. God bless you. Until next time. Shalom. All right, shalom. It is such a wonderful thing to have so many wonderful people on the show today. We've gotten so many different aspects of, and so many different ver, uh, variations of people who, who are doing and executing their dreams. Can you? Yes. Yes, you can. You can execute the dream. All you have to do is start. Start. That's it. Just that's it. I mean, it's really no science to it. And as you go through and as you, you grasp the things that you need to implement, you'll learn more. You'll be able to say, oh, man, I need to start this. In conjunction with this, I think that'll work. And if it doesn't work, you'll find one way of not to do something. <laughs> so basically it's like you're, you're experimenting. There is no such thing, I, I truly believe that there is no such thing as a failure unless you've completely given up on your dream and you've stopped. To me, that's failure. But when you're going towards something and you're learning and that didn't work and that didn't work and that didn't work, you just found three ways not to do something. And so the fourth way just may be the one way that you're going to do it. But who knows? 
but you won't ever know unless you start. Just start. That's it. That's the whole science. I have I have been listening to some books, and and the one book that I really really love it said that a lot of people don't realize that some people need a little bit more of a motivation than others. And there is a way to do this. So when we first learn, and I think I said this before, when we first learn and we're first learning something, the the way that we learn is by questions. So you have to ask yourself the correct question in order to reprogram your brain into believing that you can do anything that you set your mind to. So if you continually say, I am beautiful, I'm beautiful, I'm beautiful, I'm beautiful, that's great. But do you really truly believe you're beautiful? Maybe you don't. You know, maybe you believe it if you ask yourself, hey, what are the qualities or why am I so beautiful? Or what are the qualities that make me so beautiful? Or, I mean, go ahead and ask yourself the question and be positive about it. And then you'll believe it. You'll begin to believe it because you keep asking yourself that question, well, what are the qualities that make me beautiful? What, um, what do I need to do in this situation that would help it? And then you begin to think, and you begin to resolve and solve the issue. So that's what we need to be doing. And I truly believe that that is not an impossibility. And we all have goals and dreams that we want to attain to. We want to attain different things. And and like I said, maybe your dream is not to be a famous person. Maybe your dream is to make sure that your family stays together. That is a wonderful, wonderful goal. It is truly admirable. And so it starts with something little, and it grows piece by piece, just like that puzzle we talked about last time. I want to thank you for tuning in to Dream Chasers Radio. If you've never heard the show, I thank you today for tuning in. Uh, Join us on our Facebook page where we do our live, we do our show live here on Facebook so you just could have seen me talking and listening to the people that are calling in. And sometimes I have a corner. Yes, so that's going to be kind of cool. And I'm hoping uh, that you're going to be tuning in to that one big show, the end of June 2018. So if you're listening to the podcast in the future, June 2018 is where you want to go back and believe you me. You're going to love this artist. You're going to love this person. It is an artist. I give you that. 1980s, 1990s, and they have some new material out. And then they'll be on my show. Oh, I'm getting excited. I'm more excited than you because I know who it is. You don't know who it is. And I ain't telling you either. No, that's why. It's not hard to say no. No. <laughs> All right, guys. And until next time, which is going to be, gosh, I haven't scheduled any shows yet. I'm working on some scheduling of some shows with my next guests that I'm, I'm excited about. I'm always excited about you guys. You know why I'm excited about you guys? Because you guys inspire me, and that is important to me. That's my goal. My goal is to listen to you as you move forward and be inspired. That is it. That's what I'm doing right here at Dream Chasers Radio. Thank you again so much for tuning in. And I always say this, and, you know, I think you can say this with me because people who have been listening, even in one episode, you know what I'm going to say at the end of the show. You know I'm going to say it for the last, I don't know how many years I've been saying it. I think I kind of adapted it. But this is definitely something that I, I, I truly believe has helped me to build my character, and that is being myself and being different. 
and I accept it. I am. I'm totally different, and I like it. I like my difference. So I'm going to tell you right now, don't forget to what? <laughs> I know you already said it. Dare to be different, baby. Until next time, guys. See you later. <laughs> Thank you.